your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. My name is Jake Foster. Uh, we are part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, all one word. You'll get 20% off your next order. This is, of course, a daily podcast about all things Columbus Blue Jackets. And today I have got to uh, get a little bit mad. Um, Blue Jackets literally just lost. Uh, I'm recording this about 90 seconds after the end of the game. Um, Blue Jackets lose 6-5 in regulation, uh, but we'll get on to why I'm so angry in just a minute. Um, it's a strong start. The, the, well, it's a kind of a wobbly start, but uh, we open the scoring. Uh, Patrick Laine on the power play with an, just an absolute rocket. Um, just that's that's the goal that we a trade like acquired him for. Um, absolutely didn't even see it like basically took off into space uh, uh brock mcginn ties it up literally like 30 seconds later not even uh which kind of gave me an idea of how this game was going to go uh and how this game is going to go is poorly um it just seems like neither team is doing much of anything except making defensive mess uh somehow we go into the first bit to first intermission uh up to one uh riley nash scores a tip-in goal we thought originally it was nick felino's 200th career goal but it was not it was turns out it went off of like the edge of riley nash's shorts or something um so felino denied his 200th goal uh but you know we're up we're up two two one everything seems like it's going pretty well uh until second period warren fogel scores uh again just a kind of a a clown shoes goal which seems to be the theme of the blue jackets season uh but especially especially this game three quarters of the way through the second nick felino scores his 200th goal for real this time uh that was this was a really a really nice goal actually brilliant pass from Gavrikov to spring him kind of on a two-on-one uh he's got Robinson with him I believe uh but he just puts that past Reimer for his uh, 200th career goal I think it's his 139th uh with the Blue Jackets so he and Cam Atkinson are now both on 200 goals and it will be a race to 300 uh and then Brett Pesci scores again like two minutes later uh it's his first of the season it's 3-3 and at this point, I'm like, this game is going to just suck. Like, the total shots were 48. 48 shots between us. Uh, and there were 11 goals scored. Spoiler alert. So that's how you know, you know, neither goalie had a good game. Uh, but this is the goal that I'm going to get angry about. Uh, because Vincent Trocek scores his sixth of the season... Uh, we challenge for offside, uh, and then 
we lose that challenge, so we take a, a delay of game penalty, which is annoying, but it's all kind of above board so far. Uh, the Blue Jackets uh, play-by-play guys are like, well, we, we're we pretty sure that's offside, but, you know, maybe they've got an angle that we don't see. Um, so we kill, like, a minute 19 of penalty time. That's fine. Uh, buzzer goes for the end of the second period. And then the third period starts, and the refs kind of come out of wherever the refs live uh and then down the tunnel to the columbus locker room there's some footage of them talking to i think boone jenner and david savard down there and then it turns out there's no one in the penalty box they've decided to wipe the like 40 seconds of penalty time or whatever because it turns out they fucked up um, and I try not to curse on this show, I really do, but that's that's what it is. Uh, they fucked up, um, and apparently the goal was offside, but instead of taking the goal away and, like, just replaying that minute 19 of, pal- of penalty kill time or whatever, uh, you know, having a, a 21 and a half minute set third period to to offset the, the time played, uh, they instead just decided, okay, well, we'll take the penalty time off, you don't have to play, you don't have to sit the next 40 seconds of penalty, but they get to keep the goal, which is bullshit. Um, I don't know what their explanation for this is, um, but I know that I'm livid. And I don't... I think the thing, the thing that gets me is, if you can take one thing, then why can't you just take the other thing as well? And I know that once the puck is dropped, the goal is final, etc., etc., but, man, I um, I didn't even wait to see the post-game comments before I recorded this, so I will be interested to see what John Tortorella has to say, because I assume it is not going to be pretty. Um, but, regardless, it is 4-3 at the end of the second period. Uh, Max Domi apparently is so annoyed by this goal mess that he scores his second of the season uh again it's a really it's a really nice goal actually it's a really good pass from sky harrington uh, who picks up his first assist of the season in his first game uh because uh we are cursed with injuries again which i will talk about in in a little bit uh but it's 4-4 and then Almost immediately afterwards, it is 5-4 Carolina. Uh, They score on the power play, which is kind of insult to injury, I think, because our our penalty kill is supposed to be kind of our... the best area of our game. Like, I don't get stressed when we're on the... when we're on the penalty kill. I do when we're on the power play, because our power play is terrible, but I trust the penalty kill. So it's frustrating to see a goal like that, which was just a kind of a... a complete miscue on a lot of things um and then Dougie Hamilton makes it 6-4 with again uh I'm actually pretty mad about this game as well at this goal but it it is what it is he was lobbing it into the offensive zone and David Savard like jumps up and bats at it with his hand and he manages to knock it into his own net um the only good thing about that goal was the fact that you could hear Corpusalo swearing from the press box apparently um and I would be swearing too because if you're not going to help your goalie by like scoring goals you could at least not try and score goals on him um 
and I kind of figured that would that would be game. Uh, we got to about two minutes left in the third period. We pulled the goalie. I was like, right, okay, they're going to score the empty net, and then we can all go home, and I can yell about this on the podcast. Um, but Patrick Laine scores an identical goal to the one he scored earlier in the game, um, and I do like that he opened, both opened and closed the scoring uh, in this game. It is 6-5. We have just over a minute left, and then we take, uh, we draw a penalty, and I think he's going to do it again. Uh, he lines up that shot again uh, and almost kills whatever Carolina Hurricane stood in front of it. Um, and, you know, we, we battled right to the end, but we ended up losing 6-5, uh, which the fact that it was a one-goal game just made me really mad because that goal that offside goal was the difference in this game and it's just maddening truly truly maddening uh coming up in just a minute uh i'm going to talk a little bit about how the injury curse is back uh but first let me tell you a little bit about bet online so the super bowl was yesterday football might be over but don't worry there's still nba there's still the nhl uh, there's still college sports, you know, there's still plenty of pl- plenty of things that you can use uh, at betonline.ag to try and make a little bit of money. Uh, BetOnline is the only place that has you covered, it's the only place that we trust. And if you sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag, use promo code LOCKEDON, or one word, for your 50% welcome bonus. So if you want to bet the over for tonight's game, which I honestly might, because why not? Uh, or you want to bet on Patrick Laine scoring another goal, because that seems like a thing that he will probably do, um, then you can you can do that at betonline.ag. So don't sit on the bench anymore, get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON, and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. So we're covering everything you need to know about the Columbus Blue Jackets, but what about the rest of the sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. So since the last time I recorded, we have lost three players to IR, I believe. Um, Elvis Moslikens was put on emergency uh, IR because he was fine until he was not. Uh, I think he's probably concussed. Um, so he's day-to-day with an upper body injury, and then this morning it comes out that Matisse Kivlenix, who was our taxi squad goalie, we called him up to back up tonight, uh, and then it turns out he's got a lower body injury, which I don't know what happened there, but I don't know whether it's just that he hasn't played for a long time or he tweaked something while he was skating. I don't know. But we had to emergency uh, call Cam Johnson, who was in the ECHL last season, to back up uh, Corpusalo. So even when this game started going downhill, I was like, well, they're not pulling Corpusalo for Cam Johnson. They're just not going to do that. Uh, and I would suspect that Corpusalo will probably play tonight as well, I don't know, because we, we can't get Vane Vavilainen because uh, Cleveland is shut down with COVID at the minute, um, because hockey is still such a good idea in this global pandemic, um, but so we're down 
our second goalie. We're down our third goalie. Uh, our fourth goalie is trapped in Cleveland, so we are uh, trusting that Corpusalo can stay healthy so we don't have to play uh, Cam Johnson. So, um, on the plus side, the Hurricanes will either start um, James Reimer again, who looks absolutely exhausted, uh, or we will see uh, Alex Nedeljokovic. I have definitely butchered that name. Um, uh, Ohio-born goalie, which is uh, which is fun, um, you know. But we might see him tomorrow. Who and he has not been great at the NHL level. Uh, I don't think so. I think tonight's game could go one of two ways. Uh, the other bit of injury news is uh, Zach Wierenski out for a couple of weeks. He's uh, out for two weeks, I think, with a lower body injury. It looked like he tweaked his knee playing the the second game against the Stars. Like, near the end, he tried to throw a hit and then I think twisted funny. Uh, he played the rest of the game and then uh, disappeared down the locker room and then it came out that he was uh he was hurt so that's something else um i do think that harrington had a decent ish game as far as any of the defensemen in this game can have a decent game uh because they were all just kind of bad um which has been the theme of the season and it continues to confuse me um and obviously losing zach grensky was not going to make our defense better it hasn't magically fixed this weird problem that we're having. Um, but we're going to have to figure out a way to work without him for the next kind of four or five games, which does not fill me with hope. Um, so, you know, hopefully we win the game tonight. I have very little faith in us to do so. I'm not going to make a prediction because I keep doing this and I keep being wrong. But... You know, I, I live in hope, um, because you kind of have to with this team. Um, coming up in just a minute, I've got just a little bit more of my conversation with Jared uh, from this weekend. We're going to be talking uh, jerseys, mostly, um, so make sure you stick around for that. But first, I've got to tell you about uh, rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's basically impossible to stock all of the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand that his warehouse happens to carry, the brand that will likely make him the most money, uh, when you could just stay at home where you have computers with access to rockauto.com? rockauto.com is a family business that have been serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps motor oil uh, even new carpet so whether it's for your classic or daily driver get everything you need and a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door the rockauto.com catalog is unique it's remarkably easy to navigate Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. And best of all, those prices are always reliably low and the same, no matter if you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts when you could go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck? Right, locked on in there, how did you hear about us, Box, so they know we sent you. For amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com We had mentioned this um, earlier, you know, I just thought about this, of... 
both on the Blue Jackets and the Hurricanes being the only two teams from the Metro division um, in this new Central uh, division. So we're obviously extremely familiar with each other, um, have played each other, you know, a bunch during the regular season under normal circumstances. Um, And I thought um, of new rivalries uh, getting brewed this season, Um, you know, whether it be like, Obviously, Dallas is, you know, wanting to be a bun- bunch of assholes uh, this season and play really dirty. Um, and then, obviously, Nashville is really close to North Carolina. Um, but uh, the Blue Jackets and Hurricanes, obviously being really familiar with each other already, um, do you think having to play each other even more this season could maybe uh, rile things up uh, even more between us? Yeah, I th- I think so, definitely. Um, it's weird. We kind of seem to be existing in the same division, but there isn't like like the animosity between mm-hmm. the Blue Jackets and the Penguins or the Blue Jackets and the Capitals or the Carolina Hurricanes and the Capitals or, you know, things like that. Uh, Flyers and Penguins. There seems to be all these like little interconnecting rivalries, but I don't ever really see any kind of animosity between the Blue Jackets and the Hurricanes. Like, I don't know what, what it's like on the other side, but it seems to be that we kind of just exist in yeah. in the same kind of circles without actually ever having any strong feelings for, for the other. Um, but yeah, I could definitely see something developing uh, between, between the two teams, especially because for some reason, I feel like the Hurricanes always give us fits. Uh, I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's a Blue Jackets thing or not. But I feel like you guys just absolutely just bullied us all last season, every time we met. Um, so I'm not especially looking forward to doing that like eight times this season. I'm also especially not looking forward to doing it like back-to-back Sunday, Monday. Like, I don't know what what it's like on, on your side in terms of how you guys feel about the Blue Jackets, but I am not looking forward to playing Carolina. <laughs> yeah, it, it's one like you guys especially now picking up Patrick Laine um, and him being a really good goal scorer and James Reimer after tonight, really looking gassed um, have after having played four games in six days um, and Alex Nedeljkovic really not being NHL ready caliber. I don't, I don't know the word to use there, um, but that worries me there with the uh, goaltending facing an elite goal scorer like that. Um, but honestly, I think one thing that could kind of get things a little heated uh, between us um, would be Dougie Hamilton um, because, you know, last year, you know, he was having a Norris caliber um, season before he broke his leg and it was a blue jackets player that slid into him and broke his leg. Right. I, yeah, I'd forgotten that. So yeah, that could be, um, I don't remember who it was. I feel like it might have been Josh Anderson. I, I don't remember who it was Um, either. I mean, who is no longer on the team, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that kind of, that rears its, rears its head. Yeah. Um, And then, uh, you have, um, Ryan Dezingle on the team as well. Um, yeah, he's a former blue jacket. And I remember, Last season when we went up to Ottawa, um, he w- he got in a few fights um, last season. So, yeah, he's another person. You know, things could get a little feisty there. 
Yeah. I also wouldn't be surprised if he was part of the like ex Blue Jackets revenge tour that keeps happening. Um, so like the first time we faced uh, Anthony Duclair after trading into Oshawa, he's got a hat trick on us. Um, Nudavara and Wenberg both got uh, their first points of the season against us when we played Florida. Like Bobrovsky beat us. So I would not be surprised if um, if Zingle joins the joins the revenge tour. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. Uh, he's been decent this season so far. Um, he was kind of hit and miss in his first season with us. Um, but this season he's been doing all right so far. Um, he's definitely playing like it's his contract year. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but I mean, what professional athlete, not just hockey player doesn't, um, when it comes to that, um, no, it's kind of old news, you know, at this point, but the reverse retro jerseys. Um, I didn't ask Trey, you know, what his thoughts on the Devils were, but what were your thoughts on y'all's? Uh, I hate them, personally. Um, I okay, don't... good, because I do too. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're not the worst of the, of yeah, the reverse not retros, but they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty bad. Yeah, um, they're not Detroit's. No, I actually, I talked about this on yesterday's podcast. I'm working on a theory that all of the reverse retro jerseys are cursed uh, because I don't know if a team has won while wearing them yet. So we lost in ours. Uh, Toronto lost wearing theirs. LA lost wearing theirs. I'm pretty sure Pittsburgh lost while they were wearing theirs. So I'm working on a theory that there's just ghosts in the jerseys. Um, yeah, we haven't worn ours yet. Um, so... I actually, I can't so, think what yours look like off the top of um, my head. But. They are Whalers jerseys, um, but uh, they're gray. Right. Yes, I remember, I like that because um, I, I like the um, I like that they use the Whalers. Yeah, you see, that's definitely. I can tell, like you're not like a typical Hurricanes fan because a lot of like the diehard fans, they like them. They're nice. Uh, but we wish they didn't go with the whalers. Um, they wish you know they actually use an old Hurricanes jersey. They've been the Hurricanes since '97. Um, yeah, almost 25 years, and they already do Whalers night. Um, and wear Whalers jerseys already, so it's just like, why? Um. And actually, one thing that was crazy, uh, Jordan Martinuk, our, one of our alternate captains, he went on the radio, uh, one of the local radio stations, and was asked about him. He felt the same way. Yeah, they look great. They look nice, but kind of agree with the fans. They've been the Hurricanes for almost 25 years, using old Hurricanes design. Um, so I'm on the fence with ours. They look nice. They're not ugly. Um like y'all's but i was gonna say you definitely like you're definitely winning the like they look nice but like why do you keep having to go uh reach down the whalers well and pull something out but i mean it's money most people recognize the whalers logo yeah exactly i think with um with jerseys and stuff my opinion is always do something different like yeah, I agree. Sarah and I did a whole series where we looked at all of the NHL jerseys and we basically decided that there's too much blue and red and black. Mm-hmm. So do something different, change up your logo, pick a random color. Like I actually, I hate the, how the Dallas stars jerseys look, you know, the, the black 
ones with the neon yeah. the neon green lines on them, like the Tron yeah. jerseys. I yes. think they look yes. ugly uh, as hell. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, I definitely have thoughts on that. Yeah, I definitely have thoughts on that one. Um, so my thoughts with that one were it looks very 2011. Um, like That's correct. Back yeah. when like the neon stuff was like really, really big. Um, that would have been perfect then. Like, I mean, they're not terrible looking. They're not the worst, but they look dated. Like, yeah. they kind of they kind of look like the all-star jerseys from when the all-star game was in columbus and they had the like the black and neon green jerseys mm-hmm. then is is what i immediately thought of and i hated those as well so yeah yeah i agree there um now i just sent you the thrashers jersey that i'm talking about uh but that uh, main logo turned upside down to look like a jet. Um, you'll also probably get a kick out of the player that's wearing the jersey as well. Um, <laughs> okay, but yeah, those jerseys are uh, those jerseys are dope. Yeah, but I would I, I would love that. Yeah, I just wish you know the NHL went a little bit more outside of the box of this stuff. I did love the Kings going back to the uh, purple and gold though. The um, Kings, yeah, the Kings have one of my favorite. Uh, of the reverse retros jer- of the reverse retro jerseys because again it's you don't see a lot of purple in the nhl yeah so. yeah i had uh, done a ranking video on mine a while back but you know i can't find that tier list thing um that i did for it you can find the show on twitter at lo underscore hurricanes uh, you can go give us a like on Facebook at Locked on Hurricanes podcast. And if you wish, you could follow my own personal Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And I think that's all the time I have for today. Uh, tomorrow, I will probably yell some more about this stupid team losing to the Hurricanes. And that's about it because I can't see anything else interesting happening. Um if you would like to follow me on Twitter, I am at JayTheGoalie. If you would like to follow this podcast, it is LO underscore BlueJackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. So, fingers crossed for tonight's game, and I will see you tomorrow.